0: Hello, and happy Monday. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday. Welcome to Communicate Greats Podcast. I'm Emma Roy. And I'm Tracy Poe. This is episode 22. It is called The Love Languages, and it's actually the first of five parts, and we are going to be talking about acts of service today. So Tracy, um, Tracy sent me, (laughs) so Tracy, Tracy, anyways, Tracy sent me um, Dr. Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. There's a quiz. We'll link it in the description. We both took it. And while hers was not acts of services, I cannot English. That's okay. My first love language that I'm highest in, it's 29%, is acts of service. So, Tracy, what is acts of service to you? Because I know what it is to me.
1: Well, I will tell you what it is according to Gary Chapman's website, and that is basically actions speak louder than words. That's kind of their in a nutshell description on that. But I wanted to talk about the five love languages very quickly. And basically the premise that Dr. Gary Chapman has is, I can't, I can't English. (laughs) Cherry Gapman.
0: English is, it is hard. It's a Monday. This is
1: we fight this every Monday. I hate Mondays. (laughs) Okay. I I need to English better too. Okay. Different people have different personalities and therefore they give and they receive love differently. So that is his premise. So Emma, I want to, I would like you to go backwards years ago when you were growing up and I would have everybody in the family do this type of thing.
0: Yeah, she I, – I feel like my love for the love languages because this is honestly one of my favorite things to talk about. I think this says a lot about a person when you know what their love language is, but it also helps you communicate with them because it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be platonic, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It really – like you should know your best friend's love language because it might be acts of service or spending quality time or receiving gifts. So, I mean, really anyone, it can help to know their love language and – My mom used to always have us take this quiz because they do change. I will say my biggest love language used to be physical touch. And now physical touch for me was the last one. I was only 6% of physical touch. So, I mean, it can change. So it is – Maybe best to do it every few years. I mean, I don't know. You're constantly changing. So do it whenever you feel like it. If you're tired of being touched, that's not your. Okay. If you're tired of physical touch, let me rephrase how I say that. Then maybe physical touch isn't for you anymore. If it's um, acts of service and you're really tired of people doing things for you, actions speak louder than words, maybe it's not that anymore. So it's always good to refresh up on it. Probably should have worded that differently. That's okay. Anyways, so. That is where my love comes from it is Tracy would always have us do these quizzes to analyze ourselves so we can communicate with other people better because I know my mom is going to talk about this, but the whole phrase like, oh, if he wanted to, he would, or if he really loved me, he'd do this. And one of the things that Tracy says is we're not mind readers. Can you imagine if your husband was like, if my wife really loved me? She would detail my car. How are we supposed to know without some communication, you know? So it does tie into communication. So, Tracy, I'm going to let you talk about that. You backtrack. You talk about it
1: now. Okay. Well, I do want to talk about a couple of things as we go into this series on the five love languages leading up to Valentine's Day. So there are a couple of things that as you work on your love languages, I would like you to keep in mind, and Emma, you just kind of hit on one. It is easy. And, and I, years ago, I used to be this way because I would hear other women do this and it is, I've heard so many times, well, if he loved me, he would just know. He would know what to say. He would know what to do. Well, you know what? Maybe he wouldn't. He doesn't read your mind. So you're right in that. So the other thing is that as we, and as our significant others, children, friends, whomever, work on trying to speak your language, your love language. Give them a break if they fall short. If it's acts of service, and if yours is acts of service, and they load the dishwasher for you and they don't do it right, it's okay.
0: Right? At least they did that. You know, this might be a little rabbit chase and. What would a Communicate Great podcast be without an Emma Rabbit Chase, I feel like? But you know how you were just saying you hate the saying, like, oh, if you wanted to, eat would, or if you really love me? Well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and this just popped into my head, and I have to say it. That's how I feel about when people are like, I don't like Valentine's Day because every day should be like Valentine's Day. Um, That's not real life. That's not realistic. You think we can all afford to go out to a really nice dinner and eat a dessert every single day? Like, one, we can't afford it. Two, calories. You got to be healthy. But three, like, life happens. If you don't get flowers every day, you're okay. You are not going to die. You are fine. Life happens. People with kids, animals. I almost said animals and pets. Oh, my gosh. But you know what I mean? Like, every day does not need to be Valentine's Day because there are other things to focus on. And I think it's okay for, you know, every now and then you to fully, like, invest in each other and really go all out on a date night. But if you do it every day, then it's not as special. It doesn't mean as much if you're constantly pulling out all the works for someone.
1: You know, that, that actually makes sense because a lot of times we talk about peaks and valleys, but if you're on the peak all the time, you don't realize that you're on the peak and how good it is. Yeah. And
0: then whenever you do have a valley and it's not like Valentine's Day, it's like, life or death to you like you're on the brink of wanting to break up because you can't handle that real life is hard it sucks you know life life does stink sometimes for sure anyway we caught the rabbit <laughs> so let's get back into what we're supposed to be talking about but it, I just felt that the way you feel about that is the way I feel about people who are like every day should be like valentine's day uh yeah in a
1: perfect world but I had to tell you it was not this world It is not perfect. Okay. I'm not even sure where we were before your little rabbit chase, but let's just try to get back on track. So we talked about the quiz. You said that your, did you tell your results?
0: I think you Um, did. Well, I was just going to tell one for each. So we're talking about acts of service. Mine was the highest acts of service is 29%. And then whenever we talk about
1: the next one, I'll tell that
0: percentage. What was your acts of service percentage? Do you remember? Mm.
1: I don't remember. I just remember my number one, which was just below 40% and that was words of affirmation. You just ruin the big reveal when we do words of affirmation. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that deep. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's talk about three ways to show love through acts of service. So last week we talked about Pinterest boards and one of my sons told Emma that he goes onto his girlfriend's Pinterest board to get ideas on things to do for her. So, if you have a Pinterest board or if your person that you're trying to show love to whose primary love language is acts of service, do some investigating, go into their Pinterest board, look at their social media, whatever, watch them, you know, kind of see what they do to figure out um What you can do for them to show that you love them, so that is way number one. So, number
0: two is pay attention to what they do for themselves that might take pressure off of you if you do it for them. So, like my husband's number one love language is quality time, whether it's Harbor Freight, Home Depot, Lowe's, QT coffee at whatever it is he playing video games in our game room he wants to be there he wants me to be there with him because it's quality time you know and so I may be like you know I should be doing laundry while doing this or I want to watch my show in another room whatever it may be me doing that for him it doesn't necessarily take pressure off of him but it also makes him happy it pleases him you know I he would much rather me be in there with him than doing my own little thing, even if you're like, oh well, I have to get this done, every now and then it's okay to just not do laundry or not watch your show to sit and or go to Home Depot or watch your husband work on his car, you know? So pay attention to what they do for themselves. And if they're I mean, like I said, my husband's is not acts of service, but if someone's is, like I'll use my mom and stepdad for an example. My stepdad, his number one is acts of service as well. And so my mom usually always has sweet tea ready for him because he is a massive sweet tea drinker that is like his water. So it's just one of those things. I mean, having tea ready for him, if he's doing a lot of work on the house, maybe having like an Epsom salt bath or icy hot in his case because he's always injuring himself. Those things that he could be doing himself, doing that for him could help. Or even he, he has a boat and he's crazy about his boat scrubbing or detailing the outside of his boat if he has to do that regularly that can help take the pressure off you know so tracy do you want to talk about
1: number three i do so the opposite of number two number two is you know just kind of pay attention to what they do for themselves and do that thing to take their pressure off the opposite is pay attention to what they don't like doing and do that thing so an example again with my husband is that even though his primary love language is acts of service he does not particularly like doing dishes. And so he will from time to time do dishes, but he is not going to say, hey, let me do dishes for you. That's just rarely going to happen. So I know that of him. And so I try to handle the dishes where he doesn't have to. It Dishes don't bother me. Sometimes I don't have time to do the dishes, but in general, they don't bother me. I know it bothers him. So I do try to take care of that the best of the best of my ability. So he doesn't have to. So again, pay attention to what somebody doesn't want to do or doesn't like doing and do that thing for them. Yeah, that was really good.
0: I liked that. Well, that is it what we have for Acts of Service. That is it. Well oh my goodness. Okay. I promise. Well, I can't promise that. Hopefully next podcast will be better and I'll be able to communicate great. Uh anyways this was our acts of service podcast we will be going over the other four so stay tuned for those like i said take the quiz we'll put it in the description let us know what your love languages are just because i'm very curious about that and i love like i said hearing what other people's love languages are so send us a dm comment on one of our posts whatever it is just let us know and i hope you guys have a fantastic week and we will talk to you next week